Welcome to Divorce Stories with attorney Dennis Vetrano, the show for people that want real answers to real divorce questions from a real divorce lawyer. And now here's your host, attorney Dennis Vetrano. Hey everybody and welcome back to Divorce Stories. We're at episode number 26 and I'm your host, divorce attorney Dennis Vetrano. Uh, as always, if you have any questions you'd like to hear us answer on the podcast, you can always just email them to divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com, divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, listen, I want to remind you, don't hesitate and please give us a like, follow us on TikTok at DRV Law. The vast majority of the videos there are informational, um, share some stories, give you some pointers. Most of them are 30 seconds or so, so it's very easy to check in and check out, um, see what we have going. We do two a day, so they're pretty interesting. A lot of what I'm doing on the podcast now is just to just kind of further explaining some of the videos that I put on TikTok. So don't hesitate to check us out on TikTok at DRV Law. So let's get right into it. This again draws from another TikTok video that I put out that we got a lot of feedback on and a lot of comments. And the way I described it in the video is this circumstance has reached what we call epidemic proportions. The circumstance where you have a non-custodial parent that just doesn't see their kid. I mean, let's kind of analyze that from a legal perspective. If you're a biological parent, you have a right a constitutional right to spend time with your child. Two parents involved, two bio parents, you both have an equal right to that child, all things being equal, if there's been no court intervention. So if you're living in separate households, um, dad and mom, or husband and wife that have split, you each have an equal right to that child if there's no court order. What do we call that? That's called de facto custody which again means you have equal right. And I will say there are a lot of cases out there where there's no court order. There's just a de facto arrangement or one parent's really kind of not in the picture. What I'm finding a lot lately is people are writing in and saying, yeah, you know, child's been living with me, moms and dads, moms and dads. So, so this isn't a gender thing. This isn't just a mom or just a dad. Um, it happens on both sides. Um, child's with me and the other parent just doesn't visit. Um, what do I do? So if you have a de facto circumstance, which means, and the specific, and let me back up a little bit, the specific circumstance and question I'm trying to answer and refer to here is the situation where the, the other parent, the non-custodial parent, which means the parent that doesn't have the child living with them, child lives with the other parent, um, they're out of the picture for a while, and all of a sudden they pop up, again, to, to coin my phrase like whack-a-mole, and, uh, and decide, oh, now I want time. You know, you have a you have a nine year old son or or a or a five year old daughter. They haven't seen their dad or their mom in uh, you know a year and a half. Now all of a sudden, the other parent shows up and say, "Hey, I want to take you for the weekend." Kids like I don't even know this person. I, I don't talk to them. I don't see them at all. They don't call me. They don't send emails. We don't Facetime. They don't send me cards, gifts, nothing. No involvement at all. Now all of a sudden, they want to act like their parent of the year and they want to exercise visits. If you have a de facto circumstance, custodial parents. The parent who has the child living with them. Again, custodial parent. Um, you have a right to say no. If you know in your heart of hearts that this will be mentally and or emotionally, and certainly if it could be physically dangerous or damaging to your child, you can say no. 
because you have an equal right to that child, okay? If there's going to be anything happening in that child's life, you need to have an agreement between both parties. Again, de facto, equal right, okay? If you can't reach an agreement, then you got to go to court. So that non-custodial parent that's been estranged that you don't see that all of a sudden pops up and thinks they're going to be parent of the year, if you're not comfortable with the circumstance, you tell them no. And I'm not saying you alienate the child from them. I'm not saying you keep the child from them. I'm saying if it's dad or it's mom and, you know, they're not a danger to the child, not an alcoholic, not a drug addict, not anything, they're going to do anything risky with the child or take the child, um, you know, they show up and they say, hey, I haven't, you know, I want to see the child for the entire weekend unsupervised and they haven't seen the child in two years. You say, no. How about we start with a phone call? How about we start with FaceTime? How about we start with some emails, okay? And then when you do that a little bit, then if your child is comfortable, maybe you have a lunch at the mall and maybe you sit two tables away, okay? You do a public, what we call a public place visit. And if it's a safety issue, you just tell them no and maybe you need to go to court and get an order specifically directing that custody is with you and the vis- any contact or visitation with that non-custodial parent, if they could be a danger to the child, is either suspended or supervised or the safety measures are put in place to protect your kid. Because, it, because above all else, you are protecting your kid. You're protecting them from possible harm. You're protecting them from mental and emotional damage. Do you know how difficult it is for a five-year-old? And I, and I have a lot of non-custodial parents saying, hey, how dare you? That's my kid. Do you know how difficult it is for a three or a five or seven or 10 or 15-year-old child to not see a parent for months on end and then have them say they're going to show up and then they blow off a visit or they don't get a card on Christmas or they haven't talked to their mom or dad in months? What do you think that feels like for a child? So if you're the custodial parent, don't feel guilty about that. You're protecting your kid. You tell them no. Now, if you have a circumstance where there is a valid court order in place. Now, I want to remind everybody, I am a New York divorce and family law attorney. So all of this is based on New York law. If you're in a different jurisdiction, you're in California, you're in Texas, hey, go talk to a good divorce or family law attorney. Most of us do free confidential consultations, take advantage of one so you know your rights. So back to what we're talking about. If you have a valid court order providing for custody and visitation, and they're supposed to have visits on Tuesday or every other weekend, and first weekend they don't show. Another weekend they don't show. Now it's not just weeks, it's months. And your kid's asking, you know, when da- when's daddy coming by? When am I going to see mommy? Whatever it is, you know. And again, I, I want to emphasize, this happens on both sides. There are estranged mothers and estranged fathers, and I say estranged, and what I'm, what I'm specifically talking about are not good moms and dads who are fighting to have time with their kids. It's moms and dads who just don't care, okay, and just want to show up, you know, to save face every once in a while. Um, then the months start passing, and now it's two months, it's six months, it's a year, it's two years, it's three years. Listen, once you get, once you get to the point where you feel like, and this I think is the best way to look at it, once you get to a point where you feel like, because I have people asking me all the time, Dennis, how long should I wait? How long should I wait before I go to court? Because again, bear in mind, remember, they have, an, they have a valid order of custody and visitation saying they have every other weekend visitation, saying they have um, a dinner visit every other Tuesday. And They're not taking advantage of it. They're not exercising it. Anybody who knows this area of law or who knows me knows I would say, look, you can't go to court and force them to visit. 
if they don't want to. Visitation in these orders is considered a right and not an obligation. So if they don't exercise that right to visitation, how long should you wait before you go to court and ask the judge, hey, this guy over here is not visiting at all. My kid gets really upset and disappointed when he doesn't show up, or she for that matter. How long do you wait to go to the judge and say, take this visitation away, he's not exercising it? Because as long as my kid knows they can count on it, or thinks they can count on it, and keeps getting disappointed, the more damaging and upsetting it is to my kid. So, so I think the standard here is not how many days, how many weeks, how many months. Um, once you get to a point where you feel like the pop-in, which is this non-custodial parent just showing up and, and demanding a visit, is becoming damaging to your kid, mentally and emotionally, or even putting them at risk physically or otherwise, or you feel like not having the visit when they think they're going to have it, the disappointment of the parent not showing up is becoming damaging to your kid, that's the point at which you say, it's time for me to go to court and talk to the judge and say, hey, and in New York, you file a petition, always, always, always talk to an experienced, knowledgeable family law divorce attorney before you go to do this yourself. These are not easy things to do on your own. Some people, you know, and I've had them on TikTok and, uh, and all over social media. Hey, I'm an expert and I go through with this and I go through with that. And you know what? Uh, I had somebody on TikTok say, all the local lawyers are afraid of me. Listen, anybody who is a knowledgeable and experienced and capable attorney is not afraid of any layperson ever in court. I'm not. Okay. So you need to be able to navigate this with expert advice. Okay. So definitely talk to a lawyer. Um, and like I said, the cutoff should be once you believe this pop-in sort of behavior or these failed visits is becoming damaging to your kid, that's the point at which you know you need to go to court and say, if you're not going to exercise the visits, I'm taking the visits away. Okay? We're going into court. We're asking the judge to extinguish or suspend these visits or modify it. Look, if, they can, if you find out that they work every Tuesday and they can only do the every other weekend, then that's fantastic. Adjust it to their current schedule. Your kid doesn't need to expect them for Tuesday night dinner visits and have them not show up. So once you believe it's becoming damaging to your kid, that's the time to say, I got to talk to a lawyer. I got to go to court and get this sorted out. And here's the thing, I'm sure what many of you are asking, you're saying, but look, how the heck do I know how the, how the F, whatever word you want to use, how am I supposed to know whether or not this is becoming mentally and emotionally damaging to my kid? I'm not a counselor. And more than that, I'm concerned that when I walk in, this person on the other side is going to say, oh, you're just trying to keep my kid from me. You're trying to quote unquote, alienate my kid from me. Well, here's what you do. Here's how you combat that. Number one, you keep your notebook. I tell everybody in these custody and visitation cases, keep a notebook so you can keep track of all of the visits that they were late and they missed or they didn't want to take part in. And listen, don't hesitate to give a description of your kid's reaction because I will tell you this information will be helpful to you. It will help you if you have to go to court to convince the judge. And the last piece here is it will help you if you get a counselor involved in these cases to give you an expert opinion as to when you're getting to the point that this is becoming damaging to your kid. And there are a lot of good counselors out there. And bear in mind, you got your notebook, you, you decide, and, and again, once you see 
that this is becoming harmful or you suspect it's becoming harmful to your kid, this failed relationship with the non-custodial parent or the failed visits, that's when you reach out to a good counselor. Find a good counselor for your kid. And then, contemporaneous with that, keep your notebook of all the, all the failed visits. The, the, a description of your kid's reaction to these things. And you take that notebook and hand it to the counselor. That will allow this counselor not only to help your kid get through it, but it will also be useful to you if you have to end up in court before a judge to say, hey, it's been two years of visits they missed or six months of visits they missed. It's damaging to my kid. And by the way, they have a counselor. I spoke with the counselor. The counselor says, we need to adjust this visitation so that my kid doesn't continue and I don't continue to get inconvenienced and disappointed from a parent who really doesn't want to be the parent that they should be and visit their kid as much as they possibly can. So thanks everybody for tuning in. That's the end of our episode 26. I wanna remind you, if you have any questions you'd like to hear us answer on the podcast, do not hesitate to send them to divorcestoriespodcast at gmail.com and definitely check out our TikTok page at DRV Law. There's a lot of really useful videos there and Again, as always, if you think that we can help you, you're anywhere within our area, don't hesitate to reach out to drvetranolaw.com to schedule a free confidential divorce or family law litigation consultation. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you again next time.